You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. The only people for me are the mad ones. The world is filled with the boring and the barely conscious. The misery loves company. But we don't have to live this way. Jessica and I are here to talk to those the system rejects, to radicals and thought criminals. The ones who never yawn or say a commonplace thing, but push the boundaries of acceptable discourse. Those who stare reality in the face and dare it to be different. History isn't made by the timid, and fun is not had by the perpetually afraid. We are the Mad Ones. So let's get to it. Welcome to the Mad Ones. I'm your not interested in sitting down to watch a four-hour Zack Snyder superhero movie host, Cam Harless. And with me, as always, is our not interested in any superhero movies whatsoever please give her some human stories for god's sake hostess miss jessica green hello that's such doing? a wonderful <laughs> intro it captures me so well thank you Terribly yeah flattered. it was a mouthful is what that was but you know sometimes you just got to go for it and i know yes. i know right now that ryan is sitting there on the ticker going but Zack Snyder's Justice League was a fantastic movie. It's <laughs> worth every minute of those four hours. I know that he's just thinking it and see. see. <laughs> he was considering how to get his revenge with the ticker. <laughs> so joining us tonight, this has nothing to do with, with Zack Snyder and uh, everything that he does that I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, actually, tonight, we are joined by the man who brought you the immaculate wood chipper go burr, the, the meme father at the height of the cuties scandal, a Minecraft assassin, a dude who drinks his scotch out of grenades, a top-notch follow on Twitter, and a man of ska in the age of WAP, Mr. Alex1, a.k.a. Acid Drop. How you doing, buddy? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Sorry, hold on. He was passing me the blunt just as soon as you introduced me. What up, Cam? What up, Jessica? What up, Ryan? And all of the people that watch him. Nice to be here. <laughs> so Glad I, to have I, you, sir. I, I how you like Jessica, that intro? What? Did you? How'd you yep. like it? You like the the intro? I try to it get as fantastic. many words as possible in to describe <laughs> someone. It, it was broad yet concise, dude. I don't know how the fuck you do it. It's magic. It's yeah, magic yeah. is what it is. What's funny is <laughs> we've been it. talking about doing this for several months because I saw your video on you, on Twitter, not YouTube, um, of the song Wood Chipper Goes Burr. And it was, it like I said in the, the intro, it happened right around the time of the Cuties Netflix <laughs> scandal stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was just yeah, so yeah. perfectly timed. And you were just saying that that wasn't the plan. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, like, strangely enough, it's, it's, like, one of those weird things that that song had nothing at all to do with cuties. Like, I was bored, like, uh, working from home that day. Oh, I think I was even off that day, and I just, like, I read a story about a pedophile. I'm like, oh, that made me fucking mad, and I just wrote a story about killing pedophiles. And then that, it actually had nothing to do with that uh, likely horrible film cuties that I will not see. Right. <laughs> so it was, like, a natural muse that came out of your hatred for pedophiles. Like organic. I mean, it's, 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 it's always it's always been in the zeitgeist. You like to think, you know. Right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> but when I told, well, you clearly touched on something. Yeah, and what's Dude, the, funny the, is the, I was gonna say the wildest thing about that, right, is uh, the the day or two that it was actually I had first blown up, like Dana Lash, like from fucking the NRA or whatever, like liked it, and I was like, Dana Lash saw this fucking shit, like 
it is wild, man. The only connection I have to Dana Lash is that I'm blocked by her on Twitter because ah, I said that the, the NRA is milk toast on gun rights. <laughs> well, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Guess the I got blocked by Liberty Hangout. Oh, well, that's a feather in your cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? Any normal thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think I existed on Twitter and they're like, block this guy. <laughs> I think the only thing worse than Liberty Hangout is um, uh, Fakertarians. Fakertarians. I'm not sure if I've what seen them. Those yeah, are know. the those are the nerds who follow around like Dave Smith and Tom Woods. And oh yeah, yeah, it's a people. type of person. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's a it's an account too, and that may they may have a podcast. I don't really know, but uh-huh. um. Yeah, they're the ones who, anytime you see these guys post, they go on to say something about how they're a Nazi or a racist or whatever. Okay, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Yo, uh, the racism watchdog is pretty annoying. Oh, yeah, uh, you the ever, wolf, you ever wolf see, thing? Yeah, the one that just goes wolf, wolf. I'm like, dude, imagine, like, all your life, like, every choice you made in your life, right? You're a little kid. You go through all of these fucking trials and tribulations, and then, bam, you end up one day, you're the fucking admin of that Twitter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what a nightmare. Or, or worse yet, the Which account on Twitter, I know. That, the account on Twitter right now that's pretending to be Joe Biden's dog. Mm. Oh God! <laughs> like, how does this exist? Well, first off, I, I want I want to take a moment a to um, thank my buddy Chris, who's a little bit off screen here, who uh, was kind enough to let me uh, do the shit here. He's waving. Uh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's the other six string wizard in uh, whiskey grenade. He's a great dude, um, but. Uh, I showed him that Twitter account, and he was just like speechlessly disgusted. <laughs> like it was just, correct response. It's like that is a morally like, correct reaction to that. What's that? <laughs> and I don't shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was like it's like it was. I showed him the post after like the fucking Joe Biden's dog like bit somebody or whatever. Oh lord, I, I don't know. It, it it nipped at a Secret Service agent. But also, yeah, does yeah. anybody remember that story that Joe Biden slipped and uh, twisted his ankle? And part of that story, if you read the article, was that he did it trying to pull his dog's tail right, as he was yeah. getting out of the shower. And these I heard something of this. Coincided with him <laughs> trying to pull his dog's tail as he tried to get out of the shower. So senile is the best of circumstances if you're trying to explain <laughs> that. Yeah, because it's like... He's either senile or he's a party animal. And I don't think he's a party animal. You're like, like, I might do that like if I'm partying. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, I'm getting out the shower. Time to pull that dog's tail. <laughs> and like, you know, I don't know. But like, if he's senile, like, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Right. And then he, you know, so I'm glad the dog has gotten away. It probably like. The dog, that dog to took see- out his anger on somebody. He was like, pull my fucking tail. He was trying to suicide by cop, and it didn't, it, it didn't work out for him. Uh, but yeah, Alex, what's what's funny? Which, by the way, if you don't know him by name, his Twitter handle is at Acid Drop Osy, which is the correct way to say it. My man, so thank you. Guys you. are aware. Thank you for clarifying. Because Osy stands for Orange Sky Youth. Here's some information. I mean, this is. This is this is clear in the air, but when I told yeah. Jessica that you were that I had I'd, I'd asked you to come on and I mentioned the wood chipper go burr song, 
uh, she was like, oh, yeah, that that sounds cool. But she just told us right before this that she's never actually heard it. So I thought this would be a good time to introduce that original Twitter video that uh, Dana Lash liked of yours uh, (laughs) so that people could see it. So I'm going to play that now. (laughs) This is for you, Dana. Would Chipper go I would love to hit a pedophile driving in my car helicopter ride Cause it's clear outside They will do some research, can these pedophiles fly? Or will they splat upon the solid pavement? They're not human <laughs> and they are not worth saving Let's return to sanity, this shit is not okay And I don't fucking know it all this shit want to take away that spark of life that brief time in a lifetime everything just seems all right you're all corrupters deserve the worst and i will be disgusted till we purge you from the earth and watch you splat upon the solid pavement because you're not human and you are not worth saving let's return to sanity Yay! That guy, that guy has moxie. Yay! <laughs> What's funny, and uh, Ryan will pick up this so joke joy. better than uh, anyone else, is there's a guy that's been in our circles and in our groups for a number of years named Shane. And the joke is that Shane's the worst. And so when <laughs> that came out, I found I, I saw it and I was like, this, this shit's hilarious. And I sent it to everyone in that group and I said, this is the Shane that we deserve. <laughs> so that's uh, fucking awesome shane this is to you <laughs> but yeah they just shoved shane out of a moving car is what they just did <laughs> shane's heart lost, shane splattered on the side of the road it hit that solid pavement <laughs> uh so yeah, that was that was my first uh, introduction to you, and I was like, "We're doing an episode talking about this cuties thing because it's totally. the, the thing to talk about." And I was like, "Dude, can I throw that as my outro at the end of the episode?" And you were like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay, we're friends now. I hope you know that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you realize that that that's a, that's that. exactly what happened with uh that's exactly how it happened with uh Josh Smith with uh the break the cycle shit. I was just he's like, "I need intro from music for my podcast." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> Fuck it. I got you. Like I laughed at one of my jokes, and if you laugh at one of my jokes, you're my friend. That's it. <laughs> like yeah. I'm after you forever for laughs after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's the thing. Like the internet is you you're a musician. You have a mm-hmm. band called Whiskey Grenade, which is I, I do have a question. Do you just really love scotch and you go with the original spelling of whiskey? because of scotch or what was that decision all right so 
Um, the very simple initial answer was that I wanted to draw one less letter when I was designing the logo. And so I took out the E and then, uh, but then I was like, w w then it, if you take out the E, it spells with sky, like orange sky youth. So I'm like, oh, I, that's the connection that I meant, but it what really wasn't, but I, <laughs> going forward, I might lie about that. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the original way to spell whiskey. It didn't start, it didn't get an E in it until the Irish started making whiskey and they wanted to differentiate themselves from the Scots. I actually learned that fact, uh, like maybe last year or something, because uh, you know I saw a lot of people were spelling whiskey like K E Y, and I'm like, fuck, did I die? Fuck it, and then, <laughs> and then uh, I was like, I already got the Twitter handle, like shit, like, and then, uh, and thankfully both are acceptable, so uh, yeah. you know. And also, it also makes you sound like you really love whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, I'm really an aficionado. It, it turns out, I don't just buy. I don't buy just. I don't just buy nips at the liquor store. <laughs> but the internet and social media is a an amazing place if you're looking for music. Like I mean, even TikTok has some some interesting music on right now. I found this song. Uh, I think it was yesterday, and I was like, this. This is this is good music. These are these are real people making real music. And I just wanted I want to play this song for you and I want to get your your honest reaction to it, okay? Cuz you're a musician, sure I'm not. What do I know? So, mm -hmm. uh, here we go. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Competent leaders getting us back on our feet. The American rescue plan. It has almost everything. A year into this mess, recovery unfolds. How many wonders can one rescue plan hold? Reading it over, you'd think, really? No Republicans voted for this thing. It's got direct relief to American families. It's got a path to reopen our schools. Cost of childcare? Tax credits, baby. It's like they care. It's a big deal. That's all I can handle. <laughs> okay. Um, so right off the bat, uh, in the mix, the vocals are a little forward. Uh, they get points deducted because for, for biting and not creating their own original like music. The music was stolen, so that's uh, creativity deducted. Um, it subverted my will to live, um, which, you know... Sometimes the best art does that. Sometimes the best art makes you want to just take an ice pick and stick it right here, like where the eye kind of meets the nose there. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you just you just want it to stop. And yep. you know, if that's what they're aiming for, I would say they nailed it. <laughs> I like that. I, people want art to make them feel good all the time, and I'm like, that's not the point. The point is that you're having an emotional reaction, and sometimes it's bad. Oh no, that that was that was darker than than any metal album I've ever heard. Like that that, that kind of <laughs> that was like Bajas on fucking on on Satan heroin or something. I don't know. Wow, I I think that um horrifying experience. <laughs> that is easily like the best evidence and explanation for my hatred of liberal white women that could ever be seen and ever be created. So. I, I I I wanted to share that with you, and I also wanted to bait and switch your asses. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is it was the most cursed thing. 
It's terrible. I hate it. Thank you. Uh, so here's one of the things that is coming up in conversations more and more. And uh, it, I talked to, do you know Nick uh, Pacone from, he we used to be Sounds Like Liberty. Now it's uh, Peace Freaks. I, I know the name. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm fully familiar now. We had him on the last episode and we had a little stint on ska and punk, which okay. I think is just fascinating because, you know, I've been saying since I was a kid that punk is dead mm. because I mean, if you look like, I th- and I think the recently, and that's what I told Nick, cause he, we talked about ska a lot cause he just mm-hmm. he talked about a documentary that I should watch about ska, but, um, can, can't tell you what it was called, but, uh, no, I, I was on TikTok cause I'm hip. And, um, when I was scrolling through, there was this, this little like, non-binary looking chick that was like punk is not dead i know what punk is i studied punk in college i took classes on punk and i'm like bitch it's dead it's dead as hell yeah (laughs) the thing is that's like um it's it's like what really sucks and is it like there is this whole fucking um there's like a you know get the most punk rock shampoo you can find get like there's everything is punk you can find anything that's like there's a punk rock fucking class like you know like that is all to be disregarded yeah. but like the act the actual act of like fucking you know just like young stone teenagers getting together and shittily playing their instruments and writing songs about cool shit that's always going to be alive and like i think that that's exactly what we got to look out for and that's yeah. what the real shit is um there's obviously like a lot of confusion out there about like the sort of politics of things. Um, everyone says that every punk band is super left leaning and stuff like that, which is certainly true to like in a, almost every single way. Um, you know what I mean? And it's it's a weird discussion to be had, but at the same time, you shouldn't all really be getting your politics from punk rockers. No, well, and and that's and that's the thing. Like, you, if you look at punk over the ages, like. I, I I think it was I don't know if it was Jessica or someone else who called um, Tom Morello punk and got a lot of pushback yeah. from that. Like someone said, "Rage Against the Machine." Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And there was some pushback, but about that being punk at all. But like all of these different mm-hmm. like people, what they consider punk, they're all these uber leftists. But it's like in my mind, when I think of punk, I do think of the old anarchists and the people who may left or right they wanted to just kind of say screw you to the system and so they had mm-hmm. tattoos and shirts with with the uh the the ss bolts on them and swastikas because they were they weren't saying they were nazis but they were saying you know what stick this in your eye i'm gonna yeah, yeah there was a lot want. of just they were like the original edgy boys and stuff when you couldn't do it on the internet and you had to like get a bunch of shirts made or like yeah. start a band called like you know stormtroopers <laughs> of death or whatever but like um it's just like I, I know exactly what you're saying. Where it's like, um, what I always liked about punk was um, they were very supportive of like uh, gay rights and stuff, and like actual you know standing up for minorities, anti-racism and stuff, and all that shit was cool. And, but there was also a lot of people who were like just like no, no government and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people kind of like have become misguided and stuff like that, or don't know that some of their beliefs lead to more just like state fucking taking over their lives and like dick just like pushing your will onto others and stuff so to speak mm-hmm. but then but then other people conflate that th- th- to be like I-, I don't know everyone's all confused and angry and just seeing past each other and shit 
I well, think that's when, true. When I say that punk is dead, I don't I don't mean it in the sense of like because I look at you and I know punk isn't dead. Uh -huh. Like I, I know people who are very punk rock. I mean, some punks that I know are like digging gardens in their backyard and homeschooling their kids, and you know, the, it's still alive. But it's like when people say punk and when they reference it, and when I say it's dead, is when they're doing that real corporate, uh, progressive, very, I don't know, what sanitized punk. Uh huh. Like. I mean, like I, I don't have any ill ill will towards Reliant K, but the fact that people called that punk was uh -huh. a little surprising to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, like it's kind of weird when I was younger and stuff. Like, I really kind of I like like I listened to a lot of cool shit and stuff, but I also listened to like say Newfound Glory and stuff like yeah. that and stuff like like stuff I don't I don't I don't listen to now. But I back then I didn't like Minor Threat. And now I'm like old and angry and just like, uh, I fucking, you know, and now I listen to like a bunch of like, you know, death sometimes bad brains. Yeah. Death cab for cutie. I got really fired up and shit. Oh, oh, one, one thing. Um, fucking, uh, what is it? In defense of smash mouth, um, on some real shit. Uh, on the first. On their first album, dude, uh, if anybody listening, look up the song Beer Goggles. And uh, that song is actually like a certified fucking punk banger, in my opinion. It sounds like Lagwagon to me. Like, it's, it's cool. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up. Because yeah, yeah. the only... The, the Smash Mouth grew in the eyes of the public through Shrek. And so it's like... You know, we all know that song, but I don't know if anyone besides you knows any other song they've ever done. <laughs> that's like that's the only one I know, though. I only know that one. <laughs> I know "Walking on the Sun." Now I'm a believer, which is a cover. Um, fucking All Star and Beer Goggles. I think that's the four I know. I know All Star. Yeah, All Star. Yeah, that's the know? one that I know. Yeah. You don't, you don't know "Walking on the Sun." I do. I also know "Walking on the Sun." Yeah. I don't yeah, know. That's that's, that's, that's you're, a li you're a little younger, aren't you, than I am, Cam? I'm, th I'm 32. Years. You're 32. Oh, you're significantly yeah. younger than I am. I'm, I'm 37. Yeah. So he, he might not remember Walking on the Sun, but I remember Walking yeah. on the Sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think that came out the same year as uh, Ixnay on the Ombre by The Offspring. Oh, I think. dude, I loved The Offspring. They, that was my they shit were, when that, I was they were one of the most fun shows, like live shows that I've ever been to was The Offspring. But um, the most fun live show I've ever been to is Motley Crue. Um, <laughs> because the audience that went to Motley Crue was just as entertaining as the band was. Like these people. That would have to be up. the case. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so much fun. All these people climbed right back into the Wayback Machine and went back to their former 1980s glory. And there was the stench of the, the um, hairspray was overwhelming <laughs> like yeah it was great it was a great time but also their stage show was really good do you I remember if they did live wire i don't think so it was when the um the, the circus the, yeah it was when the circus one came out um but tommy yeah. lee flew it like they had him they they had him doing that at the show in vegas and then they carried that on the road with them so i was really excited to see that because it's kind of like a acrobatic thing where he flies up to the drum set in the sky and then he like hits it up there for a while <laughs> so um i think I, actually, I know somebody who went to that yeah yeah <laughs> i think maybe my favorite live show was um do you know mute math do you ever i don't think so math? um nah. 
uh, look up Mute Math, um, but not their their albums, their EP. I can't remember the the name of their first EP, but they have a song called Reset, and it's instrumental. And the okay. whole time, well, the, like the coolest thing about that was first off, Paul Meany, the um, the lead singer, is just like one of those super energetic dudes and very charismatic. But in the middle of this instrumental song. First off, the, the the drummer duct tapes the the headset to his head before he mm. starts really going at it, and then Paul Meany just rips the cover off of his uh, keyboard. It's like a Rhodes or something, and he starts banging on whatever the hell is on the the inside of that and making music by just hitting the some random ass part of his piano. And it's just <laughs> That's like, awesome. All these little things, and I'm just like, oh god. But yeah, the song, I, th- I think the song's called, I think it's the Reset EP. I think the, n- the name of the song is Reset. I would, <laughs> I I like, would recommend listening to it. That's awesome. I like how you said, I like how you said, look up Mute Mouth, but not their albums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, I mean, not their albums. <laughs> Chaos is a, is a good album, but like that was one of those where the, the EP, their first EP was better than anything else I listened to. Right. So yeah, just focus on the, the Reset EP. All right, will do. I I wrote it down on my phone. I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> um, so what's funny is when I was last night, I, I after uh, we talked to Thaddeus Russell, I was sitting here and I was like, I haven't made the art for this episode with Alex yet. I haven't come up with a title, and I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna feel this shit out, and I'm gonna just make something based on kind of the feeling that you get from from alex it's based and feeling pilled <laughs> it's it's feeling pilled it's feeling not ted pilled. pilled. i like that <laughs> based <laughs> and feeling pilled. but uh yeah no so i i, I found this really psychedelic because your name's acid drop I found like a psychedelic skull and threw our stuff on it and i was just typing random shit into the title and I, I used the word psychonaut at one point. I had a bunch of different titles. And then mm-hmm. I, when I finally kind of landed on this one, which is uh, Lucid Nightmare Pirate, I sent it to you. And I was like, uh, you know, I, I don't because I said, you know, I'm going to start making stuff up. If it's too gnarly, I'm sorry. I'm just going out of it kind of free form. And you were like, dude, mm-hmm. I've been lucid dreaming since I was 12. This makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of. I kind of want to talk about lucid dreaming now. <laughs> All right, I'll t- I'll tell you what, like my weird dream shit. Um, an- another funny thing, real quick. Uh, the-, the name Acid Drop has become less and less relevant. Like they used to be my rap name and stuff. I used to be in a, a rap group for like a long ass time and shit. And um, the- that was also a misconception because I used to rap under that name before I had ever done Acid, and it was named after the skateboard trick, not okay. the Acid. Okay. And so. Like it, it, it's just I'm, I'm just a series of fucking you know misconstrued information, but uh, no. So anyway, um, yeah, lucid dreaming. It's crazy. Like I've been doing that shit since like I was. Um, hold on, you a pick. Yeah. But, sorry, handing guitar picks. Um, so since I was like twelve, I started like lucid dreaming and shit, right? And so an on like an, a reoccurring phenomenon is I end up basically in a dream world version of my hometown of Brockton, but like the sky is always orange. Hench OSY Orange Sky Youth, um, and so like I, it's just like my hometown, right? But it's a little bit different. But it's a little bit different in the exact same way every time. Like there's places I can go in that dream world that I can't go to when I'm awake because it doesn't exist in this world. And it's it's 
way it doesn't, it's not as deep as it sounds but it's like i like there's a place behind my old elementary school where there's this like mad woods and then there's like freight trains laid up and i used to, like strangely enough i use a lot of my lucid dreaming time to go out writing graffiti i have a lot of graffiti dreams as, as strange as that sounds and um i think i very seldom have nightmares because if like if for some reason like zombies come i'm just always like yo it's a dream i'm gonna just either bounce from here or just have the necessary weapon to destroy them and i carry on and uh so i don't know dreaming's always been a weird thing for me i didn't know it was called lucid dreaming until i was like 18 or whatever did you have a moment where like <clears throat> the awareness of it clicked on for you and was there something that triggered it uh i'm not really sure to be honest like i i can't really recall like there being like a voila moment or something but like uh mm -hmm. it's just something kind of it's just a, a, almost sort of just like a thing that happens regular like and sometimes it won't happen for like mad months like eight nine months or something oh shit won't happen but like typically speaking like it's at least once or twice a week and uh i don't know it's pretty cool it's inspiring it's really interesting that you can bounce away from the nightmare elements of dreams because um I also enjoy my cannabis and like many cannabis smokers, I don't remember my dreams, but the ones mm -hmm. that I do remember, I seem the ones that seem to be able to break through are nightmares and terrifying dreams and the ability to like run away from a nightmare sounds like a magical power to me because I have almost exclusively zombie nightmares. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's, that's for real. Whatever I dream that I remember dreaming, it's a zombie nightmare almost always or mm -hmm. or falling sometimes falling yeah the zombie ones i can handle right but i'll tell you like i had this one nightmare that was fucked it was just like w darkness it was like darkness and empty it was like the bad guy from never ending story it was just like fucking <laughs> God, like it was just like yeah the all-encompassing nothing dude it was just like woof, woof. it was just getting closer and closer oh actually i have this really funny one dude i just thought of this i don't mean to like hog the conversation but you'll you'll yeah, love this You'll love this. Uh, so one night I had a dream, right? And like, and I, I come to in this dream, and I'm just like in a black void, right? And I, it's just empty, and it just feels heavy around me, like this dread. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I see a figure like way off in the distance, and I'm getting closer and closer. I can kind of hear the sounds. And as I'm getting closer, right, it, <laughs> it's a British juggalo rapper with the high with the high pitched voice who's like body bagging me. He's just like rapping against me. He's like, I go to Holly Forest like this, blah blah blah, but I'm saying shit that's touching your soul. And it's like I felt like my soul was being ripped from my body. I was like, ah It was like it was horrifying. I can understand why someone might manifest a juggalo for something that would like rip your soul out of your body. That's complete that makes complete sense to me. Were you I'm cool with mad juggalos? Nah, not not so much, right? But like, uh, I'm cool with many many juggalos, and uh, my old rap group we used to play shows with lots of juggalos and stuff. I um, I opened for Esham, uh, we opened for Potluck and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I opened for Afro Man. Uh, oh, cool. Just ri ri yeah, random shit that. like that. But <laughs> yeah, right. And we used to, we used to play like, a lot of shows with like jug juggalo type rappers and shit, and uh. You know, it, like they're, they're very cool people, and it, like it was just like you know, I'll always stick up for that that community because uh, they're always down to smoke blunts with you. They don't cause like a ton of trouble for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, hey, you know, they just want to look really, really terrifying. Yeah, and they <laughs> yeah. don't fucking understand yeah, magnets. Yeah, I mean, so. but who does? 
<laughs> I can pretend I understand magnets. I, 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 you know, I'm just like something like ions or whatever. <laughs> well, I've no, never seen a juggalo a... in the uh, in the wild, but that's just because I keep an eye out for fago bottles, and if I f- <laughs> see a fago bottle, I'm gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case, like it, it could be a family with fago, but you don't want to risk it. You don't want to risk that. That's scary because I've never seen a store that sells Fago. So if you see one, you're like, where did that come from? They started selling it around here, I think. In some places you can get Fago. <laughs> Why do I live I... in a small town. We don't get a lot of What's stuff up? out here. So. Save a lot, got Fago? Yeah, you can, I, everybody, uh, free plug. If you if you live near Save a Lot in Massachusetts, you can get Fago. You can get Fago, all well, right. You know who I think is, who sh- I think should be a juggalo, but for some reason isn't is um, <laughs> guy fietti hmm oh yeah, yeah I, mean, I see that he, yeah with the paint he does look like violet J. you know i mean i've seen the meme and shit like but uh yeah and i think he got what it takes he's got the flavor to, like if you change to like flavor town or something you know what i mean yeah and like the, and you know I, I think it'd be cool and like the o in flavor town has like a fucking axe going through it or some shit i think it could work it's a head it's a it's a it's like a a beheaded head yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ryan, if you're seeing this, take down take down Guy Fieri's email. We gotta send him this. <laughs> what I love is that I just used the dumb version of his last name because apparently he, everyone says Fieri. Yeah. But a couple of years ago, there was some article out, and they were like, "It's Fietti." And Fietti, since yeah. that point, I think it's so dumb sounding that I use it. I know he yeah, probably yeah. prefers it, but I think it sounds so dumb. <laughs> Like how does how is that how does that work? Yeah, I mean D out of an R. The way I pronounce his last name is the way I pronounce his last name is akin to rolling a D twenty dice, and like right before I'm about to say it, I roll the dice, and I who knows what I'm gonna say. Yeah. (laughs) So Wikipedia has it as fairy F E R R Y guy. No way, that's not right. F I E. The spelling oh, the, phonetically is correct. Phonetically, they okay. have F-E. It's fairy. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, fuck it. The boat. Yeah. So, <laughs> guy fairy. Well, not, <laughs> we're not saying Wikipedia is right. We're just saying that's what Wikipedia says. No, that's that, the whole no, thing. no. Wikipedia is right. I, I trust it. Every, t- every time somebody goes in there and changes the info, it's canon. Yeah, so that's fair. Me, that's a fair let, way to live. Let me make sure that I'm talking to my people real quick. I need to, I have a test. Okay, yeah, yeah. so you see an image on Twitter or Facebook, and it's a moving image. And the, the end of that image is dot G-I-F. Yep. How do you pronounce that? Um, honestly, most of the time I do say GIF, but um, if I'm feeling saucy um, and want to engage in the conversation, I'll say GIF. I'm like, well, the creator wanted it as such. <laughs> But uh, but most of the time I say GIF just to like keep things moving because I don't want to fucking deal with it. Well, it's a GIF. Like I, I it's a we GIF. need to get into the argument, but I, <laughs> it's it's like you know Jessica will talk about how once art leaves the artist, then it's up to um, the masses or to the individual. The art is theirs, and it means to them what it means to them, and that's why I refuse to let the creator of the GIF call it a GIF. That Absolutely. guy can fuck himself. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> not just it, art, but it, language too. Like it's yeah, you know. I, I think there's like I think there's like a tipping point 
to the tipping point, and uh, uh, Judge the Honorable Judge Gary Busey is the fulcrum. <laughs> so let me ask you this: How much do you love the band Creed and Scott Stepp? Um, about as much as I like uh, pedophiles. <laughs> Did you have a point in your life where you liked Creed, though, like most every other person, <coughs> before they changed their mind? Uh, now, when I was younger and stuff, um, it still wasn't really quite my way. In fact, I think um, by the time Creed came out, I was already I had already heard like Pennywise and shit. So, but yeah, no, I, there was never like a point where I like fuck with Creed really. <laughs> but I, I, remember, I remember when they came out and shit. <laughs> Well, no, but I, I also remember when they weren't. I also remember when they weren't like universal. They weren't like seen by the world as like the shittiest band ever. And stuff. I remember when they were like a new band that were out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back before children don't stop dancing. <laughs> Scott Sapp is the best. <laughs> <laughs> the other one, like I never. The only Nickelback song I can remember liking was when I was a child and watching Spider-Man 2 and there was a sp- special Chad mm. Kroger song in Spider-Man 2 and I liked it because I liked Spider-Man which now I'm going to say something controversial going back those Sam Raimi Spider-Man suck I don't they, oh, they yeah. do not hold up I don't I, I, I do not choose to watch them anymore <laughs> Yeah, no, it's been fucking ages since I've seen any of that shit, so I'll trust your judgment. I'm assuming it probably isn't one of those things, especially now that, like, as we were, like, kind of discussing, like, I don't remember if we were streaming it up, but, like, uh, they kind of nailed down, like, the superhero movie formula and got it to, like, an an elite sort of level of, like, being able to generate interest and keep storylines moving and shit that I imagine that shit kind of looks like PS2 graphics, like, you know what I mean? So to speak, metaphorically. Part of what it was, there are a lot of reasons. I can talk about comic books. I know that that Jessica doesn't love it, but here's the deal. I enjoy comic books. I do not like comic book movies. That's a different thing. Let's talk about how everyone says that Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man there was, and that's not true. Who says that? So many Who people. Who says that? Oh my! I've seen. People. I've seen. It, I've seen it. And in fact, I, I like from the discussions that I've like caught wind of. It seems to kind of be consensus. Everyone's like Tobey Maguire is the real Spider Man. It's but, kind of uh, like people say Michael Keaton is the the real Batman. Like yeah, Michael yeah, yeah. Keaton was a good Batman. He was one of the better. Christian Batman. Bale is the real Batman. That's what I'm um, saying. So I forgot that Kirsten Dunst was in this movie, and she is the actress that I hate most on the planet. No, no, I don't mind Mandy Moore so much. Not so much as I (laughs) mind Kirsten Dunst. Like, I really don't like her. I don't know what it is. It's not even like her fault. Like, I've never met her. I'm sure she's a nice person. But something about her, like, grates my personality. And it's probably her acting. (laughs) Um, So I was a child when I saw Spider-Man 1 and 2. I mean, it came out in 2003. I mean, I was not a small child, but I was a I was a kid. And high school by then. You're so young. But I'm only five years younger than you. (laughs) (laughs) But I was I was a kid and I watched that movie. And at that point in my life, seeing what looked like 30 year old people walking around a high school didn't mean anything to me. But Mm -hmm. it's like watching it it now. It's like these are old people pretending to be high schoolers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking bizarre. Especially. On the flip side, um, like now that I'm an adult and you see like a high school student, that's a kid. Yeah. A high school student's a fucking kid, dude. Like, you know, I, I didn't think that when I was in high school. 
Right. But like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, you go back like that. Yeah, that's straight. That's a fucking child right there, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's like that scene where, um, God, what's his old face? Uh, he walks in with the skateboard and he's like, how you doing, fellow children? <laughs> oh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi, yeah. But he's like, not only is he like an adult, he's like a freakish looking adult. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It adds to the horror of it. <laughs> Let me nerd just a little bit, though. The other thing about because I think that these characters, Batman, uh, Spider-Man, all of this, they break down to their essential character. And when you look at Spider-Man, he is a he's typically young if he's not older. Um, but beyond that, he's a very quippy dude and he, he has some sadness, but he's like a sarcastic little shit. That's the character. And it's like, sure. Um, what's his name? Uh, Toby Maguire played a fine Peter Parker, but he was not a Spider-Man. That dude couldn't sling a joke at all. And then there was Andrew Garfield, who was a shitty Peter Parker and a pretty good Spider-Man. Which one was Andrew Garfield? Is he the Spider-Man in the new movies or whatever? No, he's, he's the one in the transitional movies that sucked. Oh, oh that's why I don't remember him. Okay, yeah, I, I, not, okay, it's ringing a bell, okay. I got yeah, you. Like he was a good Spider-Man, not a good Peter Parker. But this new got kid, you. he does he he does both well. It's like, in my opinion, if you're playing Batman, you have to play three characters. You have to play Batman. You have to play Bruce Wayne, and you have to play fake ass uh, billionaire Bruce Wayne. And Christian Bale is the only one I've seen that actually does it. He, yeah, I agree. He does that really well. So. Um, I am currently being horrified by the internet as I scroll through the images related to Spider-Man 2. And there is a lot of fan fiction about <laughs> <laughs> Peter Parker Harry? and Harry Osborn. <laughs> and it's called Parksborn. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it is horrifying. It's like a whole thing? It's That's like a whole, There's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. Parksborn. And it's oh. um, Peter Parker, Harry Osborn uh, fan fiction. Yeah, that's out there. Wanted you to know. Well, the, the, the other night I did, I did uh, I, I don't, it doesn't happen often, but once in a while you do a Rule 34 check. You just think of a random <laughs> thing and be like, <laughs> it'd be like, blah, 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 Rule 34. And, uh, you're not supposed to check. <laughs> no, no, you, you, sometimes you gotta check it. Like, I remember the first time I ever did it, I, I, I'm kind of fucking, I'm a retard and shit. Like, if, if, I was if like, people don't know what R Rule 34 is, let me, let me explain that to the boomers that please may do. be watching this. Rule 34 is the internet rule that if you can think of it, porn has, has been made of it. And, and there so, are no exceptions. Yeah, there are so, no exceptions to Rule 34. Not that ever. I found. Ever. <laughs> it's so like, so, if I if I think of an obscure thing, right? I just I type in that in rule thirty four, and it never fails to fucking something will come up, and I go, ha ha, and then like I go on my night. But have uh, you seen the dragons with cars? Rule thirty four. <laughs> I have. Yes. That's that's some bizarre <laughs> stuff. Hold on, dragons. <laughs> I think I saw it in the group chat, maybe or some shit. Like somebody, dragons, I, I saw it cars. somewhere. This hell world we live in. Duck, duck, go, go that shit, soup can. I'm, 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 I'm doing it right now. I can't, fuck, I can't spell. What? While you're doing I cannot... that, I, I did want to mention something. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> oh, no. So, 
Um, the other day, I was talking to the guy from uh, Lorenzotti Italian Coffee, and I said, I want to try some of this stuff. And he said, I'll send you some. So he sent me a can of their delicious Venice blend Italian coffee. I say delicious, but I haven't tried it yet. I will grind that in the morning. But I just wanted to open it. Do I smell coffee? It. Yeah, man. I smelled through the microphone. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. It does smell good. It does smell good. But this is the oh, cool shit. part. This is the cool part, man. If you go to is their that Italian? website. It's Italian. If you go to their website, Lorenzotti.coffee, and type in the Mad Ones in your promo, in their promo code field, you get 10% off. So Wait. Did you say 10? 10%. No That's fucking like, way. Yeah. You don't, you only have to pay 90% of the cost, and you just have to type in the name of this podcast. And, what, what, and what's that promo code again? It's what's the, the promo code ones. again? The Mad Ones. Make sure you type, yeah. Lorenzotti.coffee. Try some coffee, man. I'll give you 10% off. So there we go. The first time I've ever had someone let me push their wares. Cheers. And I'm very happy about it. This is a pot coffee podcast now. <laughs> it's a Mormon coffee ice, podcast. Ice house <laughs> when you want to pack a backwards and don't want to break a 20. <laughs> yeah. Like, ice so house. Did you see the dragons, Jessica? So <laughs> there's a lot here. <laughs> um, <laughs> some of it is fan made, clearly. Of course. And there's um. Oh, God. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this out loud on the air. <laughs> it seems to be Pokemon and um, co the Cars, the, the Cars oh. series. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a dragon banging a T-top. Um, <laughs> this one has a guy falling out of the car Should as the dragon is banging the car. Should we do and a Rule 34 check each week? Have someone mean <laughs> something and Sweet have you ducked up to it? This is a Christian <laughs> podcast, Cam. So <laughs> No, but legit. What? Okay, so last night, Thaddeus Russell was like, I'm a, the tool of the Antichrist, according to Bob Murphy. And then me and Cameron both had headaches today after talking to Thaddeus <laughs> Russell. True. So maybe, oh, shit. maybe. <laughs> it's true. I had a headache. Almost all day. Right. Me too. That's After weird. talking to the Antichrist. And I never take um, like acetaminophen or anything like that. I try to avoid it at all costs. I took it today because I had to do the podcast. I, I had a bad enough headache to take pills. Like that's a bad headache. Yeah. So thanks, Dad. Well, you, well, you know what rhymes with Thaddeus Russell is uh, fattiest muscle, which is like, you know, you got some muscles around your head and it could probably like, you know, cause headaches and shit. <laughs> Maybe so, maybe so. It might just be the pollen, too. I'm a doctor. <laughs> you are. You look like a doctor. You look like every, every doctor I've ever seen. That's true. <laughs> Pretty much. In the old I'm way. very good. I'm, I, I, I like dancing. Oh. <laughs> I'm a doctor. I like dancing. Why did that make me think of the band Dance Gavin Dance? <laughs> uh, yeah, Dance Gavin Dance. <laughs> I, I've heard one of their songs. I haven't heard that name in years. But uh, how this do is, I, you said how do I send an image drop, to you? Want to do you want to put it on the screen or are you? How do just I put an image see? on the screen? I just want to put this image on the screen. All right, <laughs> hit the share button at the bottom of your screen. Hold on. Oh, I clicked off of it. Hold on, I gotta go find it. I'm really <laughs> bad at technology, you guys. Okay, what am I doing? 
Okay, at the bottom of the screen, share? it says share, and then hit share uh -huh. screen. It'll bring up a thing. You choose the screen you're wanting to share. And I don't have it going automatically onto it, so you'll have to hit the share button on the... Add, you have to hit add to stream when you see the little box. Add there it is. Stream. I got Do it. Do you see it? Do you see this? <laughs> oh, that's hot. <laughs> Yo, get a load of this, dude. This dragon fucking totally fucking this car. Oh, shit. Dude, he's going at it. So is that his dick or is it the spoiler of the car? <laughs> I think it's red, right? Where does the cum? Where, where do where do you think the cum goes? Oh, <laughs> In the God. gas tank, obviously. <laughs> Never should have come. <laughs> all right, how do I end this? Okay. <laughs> well, well, all right then. Yes. Yes. Lauren Zotti Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Promo code: the Mad Ones. Christian podcast. Um, let me ask you something. Praise Jesus. Uh, your Praise your name Jesus. was Acid Drop before you dropped acid but since then mm -hmm. uh, i assume you've tried acid and have you done mushroom have you had mushrooms my wife gets mad at me when i just call them mushrooms because she's uh, like you have to call them magic mushrooms or shrooms and i'm like i'm just gonna call them mushrooms yeah 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 I'm with let it. me ask you my dad well i'll just tell you my dad used to be quite the drug addict and so he tried mm -hmm. acid one time and he never went back and so he was in a room full of people and he tells me that he's sitting there and uh, a guy across the room goes like, he goes, wow. And he, he cups the word wow coming out of his mouth and throws it across, across the room. And my dad said he <laughs> saw the word wow flying across the room and he was like, mm. I don't know if I want to do this. It's cool. <laughs> but what? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. let me let me ask you both of you have tried psychedelics correct i have i want to know from <laughs> someone other than my father like walk me through a good one um well just as like a very simple rule of thumb and uh you know some of this may fully apply may not apply at all results may vary etc um so acid's fun and stuff like that, and I have a lot of good times and stuff like that, and sometimes it's, like, a cleaner trip of sorts. But mushrooms are the ones that give me, like, the like the spiritual sort of, like, remember that death is okay and to love everybody sort of thing and, like, the deeper epiphanies and sort of things like that. So for me personally, that's, like, the basic difference between those two. Now, when you first take one or the other... Uh, you, you first take it, and you kind of feel maybe an immediate moment of like, fuck, I can't back out now. But you just mm -hmm. kind of roll with it. And then, uh, I, I don't know, I personally get like spine feelings and shit like that. Like at the bottom of my spine tingles a little bit. And then uh, usually it's my first setting change that fucking starts it. Like if I'm sitting down, I take, I do whatever. And then like I get to use the bathroom, and I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> here it comes, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, it's, it's never like anything where you see like the word wow, or at least for me, it's I've never seen like the word wow thrown at anybody or whatever the fuck like that. <laughs> um, th there was sort of like, um, it, it, it's almost like, for lack of a better term, an inside joke than anything else. But like one time we took mushrooms in the woods and uh, we we're going to stay out there all night. And then like halfway through, it's like, ah, fuck it. Let's bail. Let's go home and smoke once. And then uh, we're walking home as the sun was setting. 
and like it just looked almost like a prehistoric setting like you could almost imagine a pterodactyl going by so we're all going like holy shit a pterodactyl but none of us fucking saw a pterodactyl you know what i mean mm-hmm. i didn't right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> did you ever see midsummer um, oh my I god not. i didn't know anybody else knew about that well you made that- me watch it this year jessica yeah <laughs> oh okay i'm glad i'm i was responsible for that midsummer in midsummer they eat a bunch of mushrooms but it takes place in like the 13th century so it's a bunch of english dudes from the 13th century tripping their nuts off of this field and it's very close to my mushroom experiences um at least the visuals like i did i never again i never saw words or, or pterodactyls or any large scale visual like that mainly when i would close my eyes i would see patterns and colors when i would close my eyes but um most of it's in the body and i agree with what you said about mushrooms versus acid or any other thing about the spiritual aspect of it but not to get Mm -hmm. all joe rogan on it there's also um something with dmt that's a lot like that but i found my dmt spirits terrifying so i didn't keep going back but other people have described their experiences to me. And, and what I find interesting about DMT is that everybody sees the same thing with mushrooms and acid. Everybody sees whatever, like their own psyche uh, drums up for them to see. And with DMT, it seems like everybody seems to see that same set of hallucinations all the way down to like the light people. And I don't know if you've ever heard the, of like that end point for DMT hallucinations is seeing the, these beings made of light and they're like trying to communicate with you. And you can never seem to remember what they were trying to communicate to you when you come out of the trip. But um, people will continuously go back trying to get that information, I guess. But me, I took one DMT experience and I was like, no, I don't want to I don't want to do that anymore. So Mm -hmm. um, because it's the one psychedelic where you leave your body like you are not in control of what's happening in your body. You go and like you need to have a pillow behind you so you have something to fall back on like it's actually kind of a terrifying thing with mushrooms mm-hmm. with acid it's nothing like that you're never not really in control of yourself so mushrooms if anyone's going to do a psychedelic experience i recommend mushrooms for sure i agree with you or one of the smoking of the pcp ones. and listen to so you or you smoke pcp and listen to asap rock okay and then and you never you never come back <laughs> i'm oh, sorry continue forever <laughs> no i just said the, the the other story that i heard about mushrooms was from this chick andrea that i worked with when i worked oh, at a no. books a million because she was like the one who was eating mushrooms every night after work and she was always like hey you need to try these mushrooms hey you need to try these mushrooms and i'm like not i was like the i was a 18 19 year old very christian kid and i was like no and she was like mel maybe maybe it's not a, a good thing for you you have to be in the right mindset she said my friend um he tried mushrooms that he decided to do it in an old abandoned house uh that people said was haunted and uh he 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 heard and saw the um the headless horseman coming out coming after him and he ran out of there and i haven't no one's heard from him since i was like okay yeah let's do that <laughs> That's a bullshit story. <laughs> I, actually, I have a friend. I have a friend named Carl Brown, right? And one time, he took at, he took uh, mushrooms in the in a cemetery, right? And he he like he had all these glow sticks and stuff, and uh, he's like dancing and stuff, and his skin skin felt really soft. And then he went back home, 
and he changed his life. He got rid of the internet. He made his own fence. Um, he wipes his greasy okay. tools. Um, and Kyle Brown, uh, what can you say, dude? He hasn't watched a TV show since, like, Family Matters. <laughs> well, what can you say dad, about that? My dad also knew a guy who um, took some mushrooms, climbed up into a tree, came down, uh, and had become a Christian in the tree, and then never touched anything like that after that point. Now, I believe that story. <laughs> that, one's not, that, that one checks oh, out. Did you guys see that Joe Rogan episode where the he was talking to the mushroom scientist and the guy was describing his first experience with mushrooms? Um, he had taken them, climbed up into a tree, and the mushrooms started to hit just as a thunderstorm was coming in. And he oh, experienced the thunderstorm in the top of the tree, terrified and tripping his nuts off. And um, when they cut, when the camera cut back to Joe, Joe's eyes were just like bugging out of his head. And I believe <laughs> you could have a spiritual experience in a tree during a thunderstorm without the mushrooms. So with the mushrooms. Yeah, definitely. Makes sense. I I just wanted to highlight Joshua Smith's comment here to say, hi, Joshua Smith. Thank you for watching. Also, here's, here's a secret thing that, you know, you'll see the video when I make it, but uh, your boy, Joshua Smith's actually going to be joining us on the show on uh, April 15th for tax day. And so we should have a lot of fun. And it's just the perfect day to have Theft day. an LP guy on on the podcast. Hey. <laughs> Ex-LP guy, I guess. Sort of still LP. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, Dude, so uh, he, he had a, like, a really old video of his band on his YouTube channel. And they're mad good. Mad good. Like, I was like, I, I, I don't think there's like... As far as I can tell, there's no other like available like songs or anything you like listen to. But I think like if you go on his YouTube channel, the Break the Cycle one, and you scroll back, I don't know if it's like still up there or whatever. But it's like an old ass video, and like they were mad good. So I want to say shout out to that. I'm gonna find it. It's my <laughs> it job. Like- I'm a shitty ja- Jamie. That's what I am. Yeah, your your soup can. Yeah, no, <laughs> dude, you're, you're killing it, man. <laughs> uh so speaking of i do feel like we should throw this out there too did i tell you I, i'm sure i told you I, I know jessica knows but i'm sure i told you too alex but uh we're gonna have a special guest april 7th a week before joshua smith and i i made him a uh a promo video because this is something i like to do and uh he he sent back after he saw it well well damn now I'm going to have to do a good show. <laughs> so I figured I'd share that with the world right now. Uh, so, so watch this. War is hell. A hell created by men to destroy other men. War is a racket and the beneficiaries are plentiful in this endless game of mass murder. If you name a country in the Middle East, you can find American involvement in their destruction. Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, Syria, Yemen. We have an encyclopedia brown in this anti-war movement who stands athwart tyrants and destroyers of worlds. With a seemingly photographic memory and deep understanding of the world around us, Scott Horton is the man to go to for answers. Luckily, we caught his ear, and we'll be able to find out what we might be able to do to help in the violence. Join us for a conversation with a true hero of liberty and peace. 
It's pretty good. April 7th. Scott Horton will be joining us on the show. You should have been like, Horton, here's a what? Horton, here's a world (laughs) crisis. And he's got the solution. It's It's the final. No, not the final solution. (laughs) No, not that. Did I say that? I didn't no. mean to say final solution. No. Oh, I was gonna say you didn't. No. You didn't say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I'm like gonna say a high as shit. Like if I said that, my bad. But all right, good. <laughs> no, that was me. That was all me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, imagine if like, the, imagine if, like the Libertarian Party had like uh, they were like, all right, everybody, we're gonna really get things in order now. This is our final solution. Like, whoa, everybody, be like just caught off guard by the name. <laughs> but or great, Dave, this failed. Or if Dave Smith was like, we need to find a final solution for the loser brigade. I mean, just mm. kind of the final solution <laughs> yeah. to themselves, really. <laughs> oh God, <sighs> gotta love some good Nazi jokes. Um, yeah. Or if there's like a if there's like a skinhead record store called Vinyl Solution. <laughs> And they only have like three screwdriver records, and that's like it. Oh, did you guys see that Rachel Levine became the first openly transgender federal official confirmed by the Senate? Was I did not who? see this. Who is this? Um, that's okay. So I lived in Pennsylvania when coronavirus started, and so I don't. I didn't watch a lot of coronavirus news. wasn't interesting to me. Um, just wanted to get away from the crazy people. Oh, but I know the. The if if I don't know if you've ever seen this person. Her name is Rachel Levine, and um, apparently she, she was always on TV everywhere. And I kept having people say, "I can't believe you have to deal with that." And I'm like, "Because th- this is not one of the good people with coronavirus. This isn't Ron DeSantis or or Christy Nome or whatever." This is one of the people who wants to see your grandparents die in a nursing home alone. But, oh wait, what was it that she did? Don't you know? Wasn't there something she, pulled, she did? Yeah, she did. She pulled her own mother out of the nursing homes right as right before or just as the coronavirus was hitting. So it was obviously plain to her that the nursing homes were a dangerous place for her mother to be. But everybody else's uh, parents, you know, had to suffer and die for you know the good of the cause or whatever they're going to tell themselves well that's horrible 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 human being so people kept asking me how i could deal with this person on the screen and i was like i moved to florida i don't (laughs) i don't have to see this shit (laughs) i i I physically moved (laughs) i well and i've told people this before but i moved when some lady at yaya wawa i mean not yaya wawa told um the cashier that she wished governor wolf was as strong as andrew cuomo and i was like bitches i'm gone (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh but yeah so that's a little bit of news we hit our news we we hit news so we hit topical jessica so you know we can we can check that off the list okay um (laughs) yeah that 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 sort of fucking hypocrisy there fucking checks out for sure oh yeah well, I do want to ask you something that's just for the boys if they listen. Um, and we won't, we won't say too much about what this is about, but how is your EP about Norm <laughs> going? Oh, um, 
So I don't know if I'm going to continue doing it because, like, um, I don't know if this is considered, like, PC or, like, you know, overly sensitive. But, I mean, like, he's not ready for, like, any of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, like, would all of us be going into his sphere of him just, like, previously posting his mundane life details to himself? And suddenly he has this, like, strange audience of people of, like... Like, it, it must be overwhelming, and then, like, given, like, the fucking recent shootings and shit, I'm like, you know what, this is, even, like, the, and you heard it, like, before we started streaming, it's, like, a very positive song about this guy, I, I feel like it would still stress him out a lot, you know what I'm saying, and, so and, nor, are nor, you, go ahead. Are you guys familiar with Chris Chan at all? No. What the, I so sort of Chris, know the name, what's that? So Chris Chan is this weird person on the internet, like, surprise, surprise, there's billions of them, but he, in particular, got sort of the attention of a bunch of trolls and they rocketed mm -hmm. him to fame just because he was just an extremely awkward person and <laughs> i'm i am like death clock watching this guy until he goes off and shoots up a supermarket or something <laughs> like seriously because, <laughs> because of that very reason and like um yeah so he i don't know I, I don't know why they make fun of him he's just sort of like an awkward person who lives with his mom but yeah um I, I I get that general feeling that that could that could happen if you yeah. um if you if you make him into oh the targeted individuals thing so like there's yeah, this guy yeah. uh, Terry um, Terry Davis and he was a schizophrenic man and he would put out that's all these where videos came from that's where glowies came from the the CIA they that's how you know what they are because they glow in the dark that was Terry Davis and he wrote Temple OS and he was the best programmer that ever lived and he was obviously like a schizophrenic guy but a bunch of trolls on the internet found this guy and they just like drove him to the point of insanity and i think he threw himself in front of a train was that guy yeah. so i advise so, you not to christian oh no. this guy i'm uh, we're <laughs> not going to let anyone know who norm is uh, okay norm is not even his real name i'm using a fake name that alex knows so that we yeah, know who yeah. we're talking about, but the okay. rest of the world doesn't. <laughs> um, but Norm has the best way of tweeting that I've ever seen, and it, he does. He, he does. He does self ask me anything. <laughs> yeah, he does and self so, AMAs. Yeah, <laughs> and so what the kind of the rules in the group chat are that we observe Norm. We don't talk to Norm. We don't do anything to Norm. You neighborhood watch Norm. Uh, because it's just it's so bizarre it's like he's an mit uh ai experiment out in the wild it's incredible <laughs> um but so so we don't we don't really interact with him and anyone who does gets blocked by they Norm. get blocked immediately yeah okay and so, I, so that's I, why I, you have to stand back right okay yeah and so you, you stand back but you watch because it's so fascinating so when he had some interaction with people that was not bad it was a couple of these guys just kind of said something nice and he he went on a little twitter rant have i ever been an anarchist or a libertarian no sometimes i feel like people are getting information about me that's completely inaccurate yes i was a republican once but even then i was a moderate i'm now a moderate democrat and plan to remain so Am I interested in, oh, and someone said, we'd like to discuss these kind of finer points with you of what we believe, you know, we think it'd be a, an interesting conversation, follow up tweet after he blocked that person. Am Very I cordial. Yeah. Am I interested in discussing the merits of these ide ideologies? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, the final one was, do I consider people who hold these views to be my enemies? Not necessarily. However, 
If they feel like using force to impose their ideas about how society should function would be justified, I'd want to steer clear of them altogether. That definitely crosses a line. Oh, Ron. <laughs> how sweet. Okay, so yeah, so he'll block you if you interact with him at all. Yes. At all. Yes. Okay. So my, my original... My... My original thought was that, like, if I write, like, three or four, like, decent songs that they cast them in, like, a positive or introspective light, like, well, like what would this stranger just feel? Or, like, I, 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 like, the whole just mindfuck aspect of it was appealing to me. But, like, yeah. I don't want to stress the guy out, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, who, especially because he's of, of that ilk where he might feel like he's being targeted. You know what I'm saying? I don't want him to feel right. like that, especially right. for me. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. My my friend Zach had an interaction with one of those people out in the wild. She was um, sitting in his car or she, he was sitting in his car and she was going to her car and he was sitting there eating his lunch. And she turned around and said to him, I know who you are and I know what you're here for. And he was like, what the fuck? Like he was there eating a subway <laughs> sub. He had no idea what she was talking about. He's like, I'm sorry. And he shut his door, rolled up his window and drove away. I'm like, that only confirmed her suspicions that you were there to watch her. Like you should have just <laughs> stayed there and finished your sandwich. He's like, she freaked me out. But yeah, so there's like a lot of just people in the wild who are like that. And it would be, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind to be wise. Um, that that could occur. Yeah. No, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. Please we, pri- we, also please privately send me his Twitter handle so I might also observe him. Yes. Well, I have <laughs> beautiful. It's I, oh, it's so wonderful. It's he he, he, does, he deserves his own like channel or something. It's great. Yeah. Like, you know. He, he's is, a cult of personality. Well, and that's the thing. This is like Norm is like the epitome of the absurdist. <laughs> humorous because it's just like you you happened we happened upon this this account and it's just like every single tweet is like it's a self ama and he'll he'll tell that's the thing he will tell you exactly where he lives his apartment number his resume up like it's this (laughs) whole thing and it's it's like and he'll name his mom by first middle and last name like it's this really super bizarre thing that's interesting to watch but i swear to god okay, if anyone is who's that listening real to this information looks though i don't know yeah, it seems like spook. a spook it seems, <laughs> but, like, a, but seems like, like a spook like almost a wealth a, a, um, um an orgy of evidence they call that where it's like too much evidence like it's yeah. been planted but, right, right, right but it's also like uh, his content is all, his tweets are also like the pinnacle of like mundanity. Like it's just like it's mundane, <laughs> yeah. daily. Yeah, you know, like absolutely mundane, and that's what's <laughs> so wonderful about it. So what would he it, be it's a amazing for? Right, right. He's like I a new Seinfeld writer. Way too far up. It's so good. <laughs> it's and, and and that's the thing. I think that that may be it's, one of my favorite things about Twitter is when you there's another guy named Bill. Do you remember Bill, Alex? He uh, he's made his face known in the group chat. I'm gonna have to ask uh, Pizza to send you the picture of Bill. Okay. Done here. Um, sure. But there are these weird accounts that you find that are just like performance art without realizing their performance art. <laughs> and it's it's, it's the best. Beautiful. And so, <laughs> so you know he's one of those. So is we think that Bill might be dead though. Like oh no, Aww. Bill might be dead. Um, Wouldn't it be crazy right. if like one of these guys died and then like a shit ton of people from Twitter that has just been amused at his antics just showed up? I know. 
Like we're huge <laughs> fans of Bill. <laughs> We've been following his Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Bill is a treat to look at, to say the least. That's Actually, awesome. <laughs> you keep the conversation going. I'm going to try to get pizza to find that photo for me. Give me one sec. Okay. <laughs> also, also send me that dude's Twitter handle because I can't find it. It's way too far up in our um, private chat. But yeah, he's a good guy. So, he's a good um, guy. No, that's good. I, I'm glad you guys are like taking like a positive angle with it because definitely with like Christian and with the uh, Terry Davis, people were not taking a positive angle with it and kind of, like. Well, I mean, I'll, 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 sanity. I'll, I'll speak for myself, and I, I from what I've seen, everybody else is like very cordial and they like. They, they, I think almost the game in a certain aspects is to try to not like to interact with them, but not get blocked. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's almost oh, like wow. some people like, okay. dip, it's, it's like people like dip in their toes and stuff where it's like, I, I'm not brave enough for that game personally. So I just, I just, have I just had, admire, you know, have you had any women try? Ooh, that's a good oh, question. There was a, there was a, there was a fake woman that tried. Woman on deck. There are no yeah. women on the internet for real, though. Yeah. So it, well, it had was, to be fake it was, women. It was a it was... gender swapped Chris Dorner. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. That wasn't his type. That wasn't his type. You should go for the gender swapped Bob Murphy. Mm. That's funny as shit, dude. That might be his type. Yeah. So hopefully we can get a photo of Bill for you, but we're okay. we're past that at the moment. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah. So, Alex. I appreciate the hell out of your talent and your creativity. I find Thank you, to you be man. a wonderful follow on Twitter. Um, one of the things we like to do on this show, because we live in a world filled with blue pills and black pills and red pills, but we like to take the, uh, the stance of the white pill, the hope section of the world, because there are I way too many nihilists out there. So let me ask you, it doesn't have to be like, America it doesn't have to be like politics it doesn't have to be anything it can be personal if you want it to be but mm -hmm. what is something in your life or that you've seen that gives you hope and you think could be a hope shared with people who listen to this um I don't well I'll, I'll say something for like for myself where it's like um so uh, it's, it's almost like a moral code it's not quite a religion it's it's nothing like that, but it's just sort of like I had a thought that it's like you know through the ages it was like cavemen who went through some fucking crazy fucking shit who went through these crazy struggles to have a kid that could then go on and like through the ages past and then here you are and shit like that and then like the kids you have are gonna continue to do the same and shit and it's like you got to make your fucking mark where you can whether that's positive or negative and now that can all that your mark can also just be choose to be like, I'm not fucking engaging and I'm just going to fucking get through my life and just do whatever I want to. And that, to me, that's kind of just as valid in some ways. And it's just like, but it's, um, it, it's, it's become abundantly clear to me how much like the littlest thing you can do can kind of change the world. And it can be something stupid. Like I had a friend named rich and one day I jokingly called him Lord Raul and now, like, 15, 16 years later, he goes around introducing himself to, to other people as Lord Raul. And it was just like, you know, as a, a stupid change as that is, you know what I mean? Like, you, you change the fucking world in, like, stupid little ways. And um, I, I guess the thing that keeps me going is the, the metaphorical book of life 
where it's like your name will have a fucking page or whatever the fuck, and it's like you gotta try to make your page like not suck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But in terms of something I see in the world that makes you feel good, um, vaccines. No, I'm just kidding. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Gene therapy. Things are good. They're not good when they're called when they're called the wrong thing. But both of those things are good. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Like, all right. So, would you rather take? Five COVID vaccines or Boof Infowars uh, male vitality or Dude, whatever. I would I would snort uh, super male vitality off of Alex Jones's <laughs> boner. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, imagine like all right, so Alex Jones fucking does a fat rail of super male vitality. Him, him versus a bull who wins. <laughs> Alex Jones would win without the super male vitality. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be over, Kale. Yeah. <laughs> Poor bull. But the bull would charge after because they would see his hot red American blood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. So do you have any, any white pills this week, Jessica? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I just, um, I'm really thrilled at um, how active we've gotten. And yeah. uh, that's been a really big boon. Um, getting to meet so many interesting people is like a thrill for me. I'm a very social person and I decided to move out to the middle of nowhere. There's no people out here. So um, it's cool to get to run into like just such a variety of individual. That's a, it's a treat for me and it expands my universe a lot. So that's a white pill for me. Yeah. Well, it, it, I actually thought of one or not it may, it may be more practical but when alex was talking um he was he was talking about how he he called his friend lord raul and it made me think about one there's something that people need to be reminded and you remind them well on on twitter jessica which is when someone tells you who they are believe them mm, but i rules. think i think that there is like one of my things is to and I don't know if anyone else has picked up on how I run, but I like to tell people who I think they are and the most positive way possible, because I think that people often hear, first off, they hear that their parents denigrating voices in their mind, which they've adopted as their own thoughts throughout mm -hmm. their life. And they hear these, ter these things like you're lazy, you're this, you're that or the other. And I do think that people need to be reprogrammed from that thinking. They need to be removed from these um, words about themselves that aren't positive, that aren't good, that don't highlight the goodness in them. And so I think that that's something that we can do for each other and something that we can do for not our enemies, obviously. I'm going to tell them to believe the voices in their head. Um, <laughs> but like the, the people like like Alex, like you, like when I tell you something positive about yourself, if you don't believe it, it's because you're talking yourself out, out of it. And I think that we need to all be able to say the good things about people and yeah. to give them the, uh, the motivation to be who they really are rather than who they think they are. So I think that could be a positive thing in life. Totally. So, I don't know. That's just on my head. <laughs> Off the top of my head. Cheers, mate. 
Now I want to apologize to Kirsten Dunst for impeding no, 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 her no, acting she, abilities. <laughs> she's terrible. I'll talk shit about an actor too. I hate Alan Thicke and I think he's dead. He is dead. But let me Fuck tell you him. about the actor I think Alan I wouldn't Thicke mind if he wasn't dead. alive anymore. Who that? Sean Astin. Oh. Yeah, we uh, hate Sean Astin. Yeah, no, nah, kind of fuck Sean Astin, really. All yeah. right. I, I mean, I didn't really, like, I don't, like, like him, but I didn't, like, hate him, but I might. Uh, g- g- give me the elevator pitch. The elevator pitch is that I met Sean Astin one time. And okay. He, he he rode on my motorcycle, dropped it, and then pretended that didn't happen and didn't even apologize. Yeah, fuck Sean Astin, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what? We yep. are an anti-Sean Aston podcast. You have to know that. We hate Sean I will throw, Well, just let it be known. I'm going to throw hands with him if I ever see him, dude. Like, on he your behalf. Right. Like, fuck it. Yeah, everyone else was sad when Bob Newby in uh, Stranger I'm, Things died, and I was like, finally, comeuppance. I'm tweeting okay. it right now. Sean Aston can eat a dick. Yeah! <laughs> um, Sean Aston. Alan Thicke is dead. I didn't know that. So, R.I.P. Yeah. Alan Thicke. But why do you hate Wait. Alan Thicke? Hold on, real quick. Is it Aston? Is it A S T I N? Yes. Yes. All right. Can eat a dick. And I just want to make sure I said it. What is it? Yeah, S E A N. I got that part. Sean. All right. Can eat a dick. One hundred emoji. All right. Oh. All right. I'm sorry. What, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, why do I hate Alan, Alan Thick? Yes. I just I just don't like his face, his demeanor, his existence, his catalog of work is um there's one meme i saw in him that i like um but that was after he died he had nothing to do with that except for his ugly fucking face and stupid haircut and stupid sweater <laughs> and fucking you whack, just look at somebody whack, and you whack know. trash yeah. his style trash his haircut <laughs> trash his movies trash his show trash all of it he had some game shows too apparently me i'm tight so, so, so we can all agree here. Fuck Kirsten Dunst. Yes. Fuck Alan Thicke. But most mm-hmm. of all, fuck Sean Astin. Sean Astin can Sean eat Astin. a dick. Yeah. 100, right. 100 dicks. <laughs> With that, I do think it, this is a good time to, to tie a knot on it, to tie a bow on it and show it off to the world. And I, wanna, I want to. Can you believe that Thaddeus Russell? Thought we, thought we were a Christian conservative, conservative Christian podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Nope. Let's hope Lauren Zotti Coffee doesn't cancel tomorrow. <laughs> Psalm of the day. <laughs> <laughs> However, that I mean, would, that would be kind of a badass story. But don't do it, Lauren Zotti Coffee. Promo code, the <laughs> mad we, ones. We would brag about it, but don't do it. It would hurt. It would hurt right here. Um, so... To find Alex on the interwebs, Twitter is uh, Acid Drop OSY. That's with one D, so A C I D R O P O S Y. He has a band called Whiskey Grenade. How much of Whiskey Grenade is on YouTube right now? Um, like in terms of everything I have written, like very little. But uh, there's there's some shit up there. If you find my YouTube channel, it's the same as my Twitter handle, A C I D R O P. OSY, and uh, you can find uh, just random shit that I've made over the years. I've been trying to upload more stuff. Like, right now, it's mostly just like me fucking around in my bedroom type shit, but like, uh, 
there's a lot of fucking songs written and just waiting for that drummer to capture our hearts to take us <laughs> to the new level. We have a guy who might be playing saxophone for us. Chris here might be getting a trombone. Who knows? Maybe I'll get a girl with a CKY back tattoo. Hey. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. 2021, man. Like, it's a whole new world with Biden president. You know, he fell down the stairs, and that's okay. And into our hearts. Into our hearts, bro. One day, I'm girls gonna come to me and be like, and it's gonna steal my heart. Her name is gonna be Bernadette Nur. So. Uh, besides there, if you want to, to meet up and hang out with Alex, all you have to do is wherever you are in the world, if you hear the sounds of ska, the beautiful music of ska, just follow that noise. And have these. You're going to find them. You're going to smoke a blunt. Maybe you're going to some acid. Who knows? But, but do that. Um, so let me just tell you, over the next few weeks, th- okay, the month of April, we have a lot of people coming on the show. It's going to be really exciting, I think. Um, like I said, Scott Horton, April 7th, 10 p.m. Show up for that. Um, next week, we have Nicole Sauce from Living Free in Tennessee. Following her and the day before Scott Horton, we have our friend Iowa Ancap from uh, the Flyover Libertarian podcast. After that, we do you know, do you know who Mike Brancatelli is? I think so. He used to be the co-host of Part of the Problem with Dave Smith, but he has mm-hmm. his own show, and I think he's had it for a good while, uh, called Mikeadelic, where he talks about that that sort of like he's he's he he loves his psychedelics. So we're gonna have him on after that, and then here's another little exciting announcement: uh, Clint from Liberty Lockdown will be the week after that. We will have other things nice. here and there in between that, but you'll find out those things when you find out those things. So, Absolutely. Uh, like I said, uh, I will thank you again, Alex, for coming on. We've, it's been too long, and we should do it again at some point. I'm down anytime. I also want to give a big shout-out to the big homie, Chris Seacup in this bitch, who was kind enough to let me do this shit in his basement. And uh, sh- shout-out to DJ Daylight, my buddy Bill, dude. He, uh, great fucking dude. Shout out to my niece, Avery, and everybody who donated to the GoFundMe. Dude, we reached the goal. She's doing great. My niece is killing it. You know what I'm saying? We just had a fu- There was another fundraiser today and shit, dude. So, like, we're, we're going strong. And I want to thank you guys for having me on the show. Anytime, dude. I'm, I'm down. Now, especially now that I know my laptop works, I'm going to be honest. I ain't check it till like, about an hour before the show and shit. And, like, <laughs> that's why I hit you up before. I was like, oh, God, is the mic work and shit? <laughs> and at first yeah. it didn't. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We but, got nah, you, man. you guys are awesome, man. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. It was nice to meet you. Absolutely. And, Peace. And, and so let me go through this list of places to find us, and then you'll hear our beautiful music and see the pictures of beautiful people that are coming soon. If you want to find me on Twitter, go to at Cam Harless. If you want to find Miss Jessica Green, that's at Soup Canarchist. We have a locals. We need you guys in there to make it bump. I've got it at $2, which is the lowest amount you can pay. You can join us and just create a beautiful hellscape, and it'll be the most wonderful thing off of Facebook. But we need your help there. Um, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that we need all of these sponsors to keep going. It would help. But Jessica and I are going to do this if we never make a dollar. 
we're we're here (laughs) for the fun fun and we're here for you guys so so you know don't feel like that but you know if you want to join them at the the locals join the locals the madones.locals.com buy a t-shirt i will have some in the links i've got i'll just do the regular one in this one but uh check those out um if you want to listen to it, you can listen to it directly on wearethemadones.com. If you're listening to this right now and you'd rather see the video and see a dragon having sex with a car, uh, you can do that at youtube.com slash themadones. Uh, we're also on Odyssey, so we're uncancelable. So even though there was a dragon having sex with a car in this video, it'll never be off of li- uh, a library slash Odyssey. <laughs> Sean Aston is a fuckboy. <laughs> Yes, right. uh, we we have many other shows. We have With five. A hard we have five shows on our little MLGA network. Techno Agorist, thank you for your servers. Voluntary Vixens, Lesbertarian, this show, and uh, don't forget the Morning Drive with David. That's a good dude, and I, I wouldn't know Yay. Jessica without David. Beyond That's that, right. thank you to Lauren Zotti Coffee, LaurenZotti.coffee. Throw in a promo code of the Mad Ones, get ten percent off. But beyond that, I've appreciated doing this. I've enjoyed this again every week. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Alex. And as always, you rat bastards, you beautiful jerks, uh, live the life you want to live and do it the way you want to do it. And if anyone ever tells you differently, tell them to go to hell. <laughs>